get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. What's up, everybody? Hello! Hello. (laughs) We're like, how do we podcast? We are here. We are here finally. Um, Today, today, um, we are here with three lovely ladies. Um, My name is Marquetta, and I will let them introduce themselves. Oh, uh, my name is Brie. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sarah. Hey, I'm Nobby. And together we're Sailor Moon. No. <laughs> I wish. And <laughs> these girls have one thing in common. They are all queer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> There's a lot of things in common, but that's like, that's I mean, you know, one. I don't know yeah. how you based making your friends, but most of the time <laughs> yeah. it's the level of queerness. Drinking. Then, yes. Drink, yeah. yeah. Drinking. Yeah. Drinking. Definitely drinking. I think we also just all together nerdy and weird. Yeah. We pay yeah. bills. Yeah. We pay that's bills. So that, yeah. Yeah. They have exactly. more than one yeah. things in common. Yes. Yeah. But like for true. the purpose and intentions <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> Like trying to figure it out. Uh, we have to go. The, the inmates um, are running the asylum. We're going to be talking about their um, experience of, you know, being queer and, um, you know, experience of coming out and things like that. Um, they're all from different backgrounds, different cultures. So while they all have the same experience, it's probably vastly different. So I'm so excited that they're here to share their experience today. Um, I hope that you guys, if you are listening, you're going to learn a lot from them. Um, I'm just going to stay quiet uh, for most of the podcast. <laughs> I just have the questions to ask, and then they will be the ones talking. Um, it's a panel. It's, it's a game. game. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you guys to be heard. Um, Wait, are you an ally or are you a part of this queerness? Are you an ally? Um, I'm a fierce ally. I'm going to say, say. I'm gonna say it's complicated right now. <laughs> oh, she's coming I'm to the side, you, ladies. I'm telling you the men in the world have my wife energy. Bye, wife energy. Bye, wife energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, um, so I would also love to encourage the chat. Um, I do have a lot of questions for these girls, but if you have additional questions, feel free to ask in the chat. I will be monitoring it. And if there is anything um, you know that uh, we feel like is important or interesting, I'm going to ask them that question. So participate, please. What's your questions? Give us your questions. We've got questions. Uh, maybe uh, answers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. We'll try our best. Awesome. Um, so now, without further ado, let's just get to the to the meat of it because we only have about an hour to do this, and all the things that we're going to talk about are super important. So, my first question for everyone is: How old were you when you had suspicion or knew that you were attracted to humans in a way that's different from what our heteronormative society di- dictates? I love that question. Ally, um, <laughs> ally. Yeah, we love it. Uh, <laughs> and also, how long was your journey from suspicion to confirmation? Um, I would like to ask Sarah first because we have her picture here. Okay, <laughs> which one? Oh, baby. Look at that little granola gay. She didn't baby. know. A granola gay. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, I honestly didn't. I did a lot of uh, 
very queer things growing up that I didn't realize were queer until like after college. Mm. Like I I was doing all all sorts of gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's the but I just the, thought the, the dictionary lot. term. Yeah, yeah. I just thought up. that's like what people do. like straight girls did. I thought they all had very close intimate relationships with their female friends and that they all were like making out with each other and spending the night and doing those things but we had boyfriends so it was fine and it wasn't until after college that i was like oh no (laughs) maybe there is some more to it here and then i did a little uh little self-exploration and started Mm -hmm. uh, coming out to people, started um, like exploring my sexuality a bit more in Mm -hmm. like romantic ways, not just like hanging out and like hooking up with people. Mm -hmm. It was more like, oh, maybe I could date women. Um, And so like since then I've dated men and women, I've dated more men than women just because it's like a lot you literally oh my God. that is i was gonna go and make a point is, of that it's but just also um for <laughs> most of my 20s i didn't really want to like have any sort of like very involved relationship and or like be really emotionally vulnerable and it's really easy to do that with men mm-hmm. sorry guys mm-hmm. it tends to be just a lot simpler when you don't want to open yourself up fully to them um they don't necessarily mind mm-hmm. um prefer it to that yeah <laughs> thank you hunter yes no, no lies detected um, <laughs> yeah. but so i am now in a uh, very gay relationship um <laughs> but and i've been out to, <laughs> um <laughs> but i've been out to my uh family for a little while i've been out to my brother for longer than my parents Mm-hmm. Um, but explaining uh, bisexuality is how I identify or just queer um, to a couple of boomers on a paddleboard in the middle of a lake <laughs> is uh, a little bit confusing. That's essentially we're, what we're, gay rights is. So we're, yeah. we're going to talk about that talk as well. Yeah. But this question, I just wanted to kind of cover, like, how long did it take you to realize? It took me a while. It took yeah. me a long time. Long mm-hmm. story short, it took yeah. me a bath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Sarah, you, I, I just realized that <laughs> like, I probably haven't come out to my grandparents and I sent them the link to this podcast. Well, now they know. <laughs> Not so, hey, <laughs> hey, Grant. Oh, hey. No. you guys didn't know. Now you know. So, Brie, why did you go next? Yeah. There you go. What was the question? <laughs> so, the question was, how long? How long did it take you to realize um, that you were attracted? You know, in a, to you know, human beings in a way that isn't what society expects. So, I didn't realize until society didn't like like it. Um, until hmm. well, no, I already knew. Um, I remember we had just moved back from Germany and I it was never like an assumption of if I felt this way. It was more like I'd watch Treasure Island and I'd be and watch like Lilo and Stitch and I'd be like, um, oh my goodness, I, I'm Lilo gonna I'm so bad with names. But her sister was everything. I'm yeah. like yes. if you have her, she she what? Everything. But she like took care of her kid Nani Nani? Not, yeah. Not, yeah. Like she took beautiful. care of her baby sister. Yeah. She made her bills paid. She hustled. And she was going ahead and making sure she had a good time and time for herself while surfing. And She's that's so what great. I realized. And then yeah. I liked bubbles too. So then I was like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, right. It's always a vibe. And then, so oh, I wasn't until a sleepover that I had with a bunch of, uh, 
of girlfriends, which I realize now we weren't friends, we were just like snarky. Um, but I'm still friends with <laughs> yeah, one of them. Happens. And she told me, I can remember her name, Shannon, and you probably still can't find her, but if she does find this, what's up, girl? You were the one. Um, <laughs> I love it. She, she came out and she was like, hey, um, I'm bisexual. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then she's like, it means you like both. And I was like, there's a word for this? And that was great. And so then I was like, okay. That's so awesome. I, I, like, I was like, I have a word for this. But then um, I was mainly attracted to like anime characters for a while. And yeah, then totally. Totally. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right? That makes so much sense. Yeah, we've all had that. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, people, but mm, I was getting into a little of um, a Jinjo Romantica, if you feel me. And <laughs> other things we have in common. <laughs> right? Other things we have in common. Amazing. And then uh, I realized, like, more than 15 in junior high, I was like, oh, people come out. So I should probably come out to people. And then I decided to come out to my parents. And we'll get that later. But that was. Mm -hmm. An adventure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but how about you, Navi? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, so All for right. me, it's been a little weird. So I grew up in India. Like I was, I was here, but when we moved back to India, so when I hit oh, puberty, on, I was. Chris, we have Navi's picture. Can you? <gasps> oh, Is we didn't even little... show Bria's. We, we have little baby Navi. Oh my god. Oh. Baby. My mom couldn't find any. I'm so sorry. It's on a somewhat dusty hard drive. I, 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 just, I want to make sure that everybody sees this because I love that picture so oh, much. Also, don't worry. We'll get back. I know that we didn't show Bree's photo, but. We'll go back to uh, Don't worry. We'll have the chance to show Bree's photo again. I Hey guys, this is the voice of Chris back here. I was working on the delay and such, but keep going. Keep going, ladies. Go off. Thanks, Chris. So now you, you know. Okay, Navi, I'm sorry. I've been at the airport since I was a kid. So that's. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been traveling. That's like my favorite She's picture as well. Um, but yeah, like I, like when I hit my puberty, I was in India and it was weird because I was interested in female, but like in India, you don't talk about sexuality. Like I didn't even know what periods were to the idea that oh, like, God. oh, people get together. There's like thing called sex. And then like, but because in India, it's like, you get married to a guy. That's it. Period. Mm -hmm. So I did not know what it was called or anything. So when I moved here, I was still like, okay, that's kind of weird. But at the same time, I was like, nope, straight. You're yeah. going to get married to a guy. And I didn't realize what I was. Like you said, like you had a friend who told you like, oh, I'm bi. Like same in college. I had a friend in my like <laughs> senior, junior year. And she was like, I'm bi. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, so it's like, oh, I like boys and girls. Like, oh, so there's a thing. And then I started like looking into it. And I started working at Kinsey Institute on oh. like my senior year. <laughs> I'll do it. So it's like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That opened up everything. It was like, oh, hey. this is not only bisexual, that like straight or gay. There's like these yeah. other categories that I had no idea. You don't talk about it. You don't like really. Yeah. Like now it's Love everywhere. I feel like, I don't know if it's more prevalent or if I'm seeking out that information. But at growing up, that information wasn't available. So like mm -hmm. in my senior year of college, I started like actually started experimenting. Mm -hmm. And like once I graduated, I think I was fully on. Like that's when I came out to my best friends. Like, hey, mm -hmm. I think I'm mm -hmm. bi. Um, and I've come out to, like, I guess we will talk about it a little yes. bit more, but like Let's it's usually like in senior year of my college and afterwards when I was like really like, okay, let's explore this. And that's mm -hmm. when I started like coming out to my friends and it's like, I do like yeah. this. Like, I, like I'm interested yeah. in females. Like, yeah, I was always, uh, for me, Kim Impossible. Fucking love Kim Impossible. <laughs> like, I, her, every time was, hey, I would have dated oh, her so yeah, much yeah. better than Ron could have ever yeah. dreamed of. Dude, both I of them, out in the morning. I was <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> like, so yeah. good. Like, mangas, like, Nana, I don't know if anybody yeah. read manga Nana. Um, yeah. Dude, 
she i think she was the one who told me like what when i was like dude i am way more attracted to her i read all the manga all of it and i was like so freaking attracted to her like i dreamed about her so I was like okay okay maybe there's something here yeah. you know actually awesome. i'm really like my full bi awakening was when i realized i liked itachi uchiha so much uh, and then it was the long hair and he was so masculine and feminine and i was like that's what i want in a partner yes <laughs> yes that's it it's just it's yeah it's i mean also going like i think we'll talk more about it but like it's just i have dated more guys than girls it's just, it's just it's easier. easier unfortunately i'm sorry but it is like sometimes like i am also can be very do not want to talk about my life, whatever. There's so much going on. It's like, I just want to have this one thing. I just want to have sex and I'm done. I'm going to go home. (laughs) But with females, it's like, okay, I I cannot have this conversation, have three days to get what I want. But I also, I I love women though, because you can literally tell them, I'm just not feeling the vibe. And then they're like, do you just want to cuddle and watch TV? And I'm like, yeah. 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 But it's just, I don't know. I feel like I've gone to that point now to like find that like, okay, let's cuddle. But before it's like, okay, Oh, I, I could was go not on a what's cuddler like, before either. Yeah, no. My girlfriend would I, now tell you that I am much more of a cuddler, but before I'd be like, do not touch yes. me ever. Yeah. Oh, we have oh, sex. oh my God. Can we talk about the like, no touch stud no. phase? Because I feel like everyone goes through the no touch stud phase. No. And that, what, uh, what is that? It's also like, oh. <laughs> it's like when you start dabbling in, you know, shenanigans and you just don't, like, you have to come get over the fact that you also are worthy of pleasure and that you have a vagina and you should probably know what it looks mm-hmm. like and how it works. And then you don't want other people touching you because there's this weird but shame thing about others. it, but you want to touch others and explore others so you just want to give and not receive yeah. so it's like i'm gonna make you feel all the pleasures of the world don't fucking touch me okay yeah. we can cuddle and ah yeah no, no i've been I'm all about giving i want all the attention but see, i want the attention what, just don't that's something me. i'm learning for now it. like receiving and everything that's totally it's now crazy. and i think it's more easier for me now to like actually date girls because it's like mm-hmm. okay i am open to receive because my whole time would be like i will give and okay i know how to pleasure you like okay yeah. we're done and it's like no wait a minute this <laughs> other side because when that first girl comes in and actually comes and she's like no and then it's like yeah. daddy energy yeah. you have That's to have that one side. hey excuse like, yeah, i just want to say that uh, i took down everyone's family photos while you guys were talking about making people come for the first time so feel free to uh, really yeah. live your best lives over there my parents yeah, know i don't know why you're the dad my parents don't have a link to this oh yeah my parents we they said that could tell them everything my mom said tell me the truth and i'll be the one person to make you out of jail and she regrets it every time (laughs) (laughs) well i I am every day very grateful for the fact that my parents don't know english (laughs) (laughs) yes yes absolutely i can never be president after this but if i am i'm a changed woman 20 years from now Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you want a president who's lived life? I just assumed. Yeah. My name is Beyonce and I'm the president. What's yes. the next question? Yeah. What's All right. Moving on. Moving on. Um, another one more before we go to the coming out, like externally. But mm-hmm. one more internal question. What was your biggest fear as a child after discovering that you're different? Oh, um, homelessness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it? Interesting. Um, I, it, I wasn't necessarily a child just cause it just, Adult. it wasn't like in the realm of possibility to me. Like I didn't realize anything was gay until later on, but I think it took me a while to like be open about it with my family because of they're pretty religious and mm-hmm. they love me. They're very caring, mm-hmm. like 
honest, like good people, but they are like very religious in mm-hmm. a way that made me fear that they were going to treat me differently if I came out mm-hmm. or act differently towards me. And for like a lot of college and um, like my early 20s, like I still needed them occasionally financially, even when so I was like, working. So mm-hmm. I was like, like worried about not being able to rely on them both fiscally and emotionally because I am pretty close with my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and I was just like really worried about that relationship changing. Yeah. It has a little bit, but. but, You know, I assume the relationship would change, but more so I've read so many horrific stories and knew so many friends that I had to console at school, even on the military base, Mm -hmm. but also um, in Jamaica, they murder gay people and my mom's jamaican um and luckily luckily i say this we already have a gay in my family my uncle calvin (laughs) so i was like okay i felt that the the urge like okay i feel like my parents are not going to do anything drastic but if i was i was like i'm just gonna become a star and then (laughs) i'm gonna glow up and act like i don't know nobody um That's one route. That's one way to do it. And it really, like, yeah. that really was my mentality. I was like, I was gonna, I had the the thought process, and that made me much more independent. I was like, if this does come out and they do act ill, I'm gonna make sure I'm taken care of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And luckily, so it come didn't. out whenever you feel safe and okay to do it. And do not rush coming financially. out financially. Yeah. Like literally, when you move out to your apartment, and be like, hey. And granted, I didn't. I didn't at 15 after dinner. Um, mm-hmm. we had a huge fight. Um, oh, but the biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing for me was like, I was worried that they my story would reflect so many others because it was unfortunately not uncommon to for me to meet older gays than um because i researched everything as soon as i find something out i was like reading 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 (laughs) bisexuals through history pick that book up um the bisexuality through history yes and i was worried that that i was like that i might be homeless i might that wasn't the rejection part because i was like the black community is kind of like someone's homophobic in the family at least um (laughs) every family family. or at least 50 percent usually (laughs) (laughs) um but it was like either that's gonna happen um or they'll open have me with open arms but my parents were also religious well my mom was religious yeah. mm-hmm. so i wasn't sure luckily not and we're um working through it and we're having yeah. a much better relationship but that was my biggest fear yeah. was mm-hmm. just like yeah. i might be out on my own yeah same yeah. i think same my parents are very traditional um like mm-hmm. typical indian parents so like my fear like i've always growing up as a brown girl it's always like you obey your parents yeah like all the rules and you're a good daughter and like till now like unconsciously it's like i'm gonna try to be a good daughter mm-hmm. like it was a whole battle when i wasn't gonna be a doctor like that was yeah. a whole fight with my parents so when i realized like oh i might be bi it's like i don't know how i'm gonna tell my parents yeah. like mm-hmm. i know the fear would be yep get out of my house mm-hmm. because i fought with my mom on this hypothetical it's like oh what if i am and like thing as a kid was like well we'll kick you out it's like okay and they're like all right well but not back in the pocket <laughs> i will wait until i have a reason to tell you oh. <laughs> but yeah that's always been that's a fear awful. that is still my fear mm-hmm. yeah. um i feel they, that but i think it's gotten easier now that i'm on my own yeah, you know, yeah. it's turned into from a fear that they or it to if you don't like me, you can suck it because yeah. I don't live under your roof and yeah. you, like I don't have yeah. to obey. I have a chosen family and exactly. I realize the yeah. queer network is the best network. Yes. Besides um, a different type of network that I can't say because I'm going to be president and I did not inhale. Uh-huh. Um, I the queer network is so helpful because like when you like, um, 
I never had friends. I never had to come out with my friends because like they were all gay. Yeah. Like it was very okay. much of a, we know, baby, yeah. we know. Yeah. And so that network was always <laughs> built. And so it wasn't the fear of the rejection from my friends because honestly, oh, yeah. all my high school career, like all my friends were the anime nerds and the LGBTQ yeah. and then the teachers who loved us and they yeah. really look out for each other, especially even in college, you find other ones. And I'd be like, I'm kind of just out here. I don't know where I am. Yeah, and yeah. they'd be like, I got you. So there's mm-hmm. someone who will lift you up as soon as they feel like, I know what you're feeling. There's like a bar, a lesbian bar, one of the few ones in Paris. Oof. Um, like it's very communist oriented. And so yeah. they'd have light bulbs yeah. out for you. They have other things that like people donated this. Yeah. What do you need? And they'll build yeah. you up and yeah. take you out. And I just like mm-hmm. that a lot. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of things in the chat that I wanted to um, go over. Yeah. First, uh, Spidey is wondering if you <laughs> date him only because of your his long hair and beautiful figure. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we do love a feminine man. Yeah. He has full he had full by wife energy. And for a black man to have full by wife energy, that's very attractive. But no, it's not for that. I love him for his mind as well Aww. as his thighs. I'm a thigh sexual, it actually turns Th- out. I love you, baby. <laughs> we have a um youthful eagle um really like a memorable navy quote i just want to have sex just want just want right have a good hope you're frustrated you just like busy yeah have a whole phase everyone have a whole phase it's needed yeah but then get tested use protection yeah and act like a cat you go there and fucking leave real quick there was one question that I don't know if you get to. Mm-hmm. Also, definitely down for the whole phase. Everyone should have one if you can. Uh, I, I, oh, are you going to read that one? Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yes. You didn't, you didn't tell me. Um, so we have a question from uh, Booth Macaroni 37. What a name. <laughs> who is wondering if any of the normies guys are members of the community. Uh, not to take away from these lovely ladies. I'm just curious. Um, I don't think that we should be... Um, Oh, I wouldn't out anybody. I'll say Spidey's yeah. a very strong ally. Like, he bought the yeah. ally flag. He knows what flag to buy, and that was really nice. He just popped up. He's like, this yeah. is the one I have. I tried to get the buy flag, but they were all sold out. And I'm like, yeah. baby. Aww, that's I so think cute. as far as we know, everybody's ally. Um, yeah. We are open, and I don't, yeah. If in a year that changes, beautiful. Our, yeah. If and it if, doesn't, also beautiful. And yeah. if it does, cha- yeah. does change, seen it called it <laughs> uh just kind of speak for myself uh I'll, I'll put i'll say that i'm definitely 100 percent an ally but also like 95 percent straight so there we go we got a whole five percent oh yeah I hope we get on to this. Persuasion persuasion with consent. Persuasion with consent. consent. And also experiment. Enthusiastic. Um, Did you guys know, uh, were you taught this? Because we had a community, what's it called? A club. At that time, it was the one before the LGBTQ club, the one that- It's like a GSA. GSA. Yeah, and, and the Gay Straight Alliance. <laughs> and oh. if you were in that club, hello, nice my to see you here. Nice. Um, we had a fight for ours, and it was one of the few ones, and that's where all my friends were. Um, but we had, like, they had educational talks, and they taught us about the spectrum of sexuality. Yeah. Oh, and it was cool. a- They didn't have any of that in my school. <laughs> I'm very grateful for that, because it made me understand for a lot that a lot of people assume that they're 100% straight and it's okay to realize that we're not, because we don't, we have to be. If you ever called your friend ugly, you know what made them attractive. It's okay, you don't want to yeah. have coitus with them, yeah. but you know what cute is cute. Just accept it. If you buy men's mag- health magazines and there's a shirtless, sweaty man in your bathroom, you're at least just a strong 95%. Yeah. I'll give you 98. Yeah. 
See, 95% straight. I learned from Kinsey as well, working at Kinsey. Like, he did a huge study. It's like, we are, nobody's extreme, like, there's few people who are extreme straight yeah. and extreme gay. Yeah. Majority of people live extreme in the middle. Yeah. Like, that is extreme a, it is, it's a, it's a graph that's like, the extreme highest. Oh, wait. Um, gay extremist. Gay extremist. But I also, like, I took a psychology when I was undergrad, and one thing we learned about, like, sexuality like that was like abnormal psychologist and it's like i learned and i t- totally believe like the female sexuality is plastic uh we can malleable whichever yeah. way we really want to whereas males they usually tend to know very early on what they like what they don't well, like you know i think not um, allowed to explore in the same i way. think yeah. it's, it's, uh, they were both moldable it's just more people you i love of the gentlemen who actually are able to explore because you can tell the difference there's usually yeah. the ones that are safe at clubs um yeah. and but the ones again, that like, won't follow you there i mean maybe not female but like all of the sexuality is plastic but you need to i think media does a yeah. lot big on I'm, it like males not to explore why females it's mm-hmm. like even if you're not straight if you have a threesome and you're like yeah. oh it's and, fine and then you will buy. Yeah, but it's also okay it's yeah, okay there's it's also totally like okay. another layer of so there's like your romantic <laughs> sort of spectrum and your like sexual attraction which is yes. different yes so there there's, are different. Which is different. That, there's three kind of love that i believe yeah that are like <laughs> more like you could be more sexually attracted on like one end of the spectrum mm. and more romantically attracted and that can shift too like yeah there was probably a point in my life that i was probably more in the middle of like sexual attraction but more like romantically attracted to men and i think that was a lot of just like what was taught to me but mm-hmm. at this point in my life i like i still identify as bisexual and queer but i cannot picture myself dating a man you know what's crazy okay i'm so yeah. happy that also as a well, as an identified bisexual queer or we're full are we oh. queer or bisexual may i ask Wh- whichever one you want to use yeah because oh. yeah. i feel interchangeable I, I use them interchangeably i mean but is there a difference though um i feel I like mean, queer is more like I don't have a name for it, but I know I'm not. I'm abnormal, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but is it more like, oh, it's not really straight, strict guy and men. It could be anybody yeah, in this, like I pansexual, am transgender. To yeah, not based on their gender identity. Yes, totally. pan- yeah. uh, I have a an, uh, part. We'll be talking about exes. But I had an ex fiance for a minute, and we. What? And um, I'm not gonna say his name because I do want to respect that and leave that be. Um, but he was pansexual all yep. throughout, and I loved it because it was just so much easier. And yeah. like, and I just talked to things, and we would exchange notes and things. And of course, um, but it, it didn't bother me, and I didn't realize that was a problem until I came over here. And yeah. like, it's weird. Like, mm. women are like, I will never date a bisexual man. I'm like, why right. not? Yeah. Like, that's the best. You're the best. Out. Literally, and that's yeah. one of the best things that I would enjoy it. And also, to I the feel like straight gals in the mm. chat, get on it. Yeah, yes. and it, that blows my mind. <laughs> and I feel like that a limit limits a lot. But I'm happy that I'm that you would come out because uh, being a bisexual in a straight passing relationship. Yeah, it's hard. Well, yes, and then also because um, people would look at your relationship and be like, "That's a straight relationship." But mm. knowing you and knowing you and Spidey. Not a straight relationship. <laughs> right? no. Like I'm like, no, we're my wife energy, goddammit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's very frustrating when one thing that I had to face at Pride was like the first Pride I was there, I had to curse some um, some gays out. Could be like, um, they always say you're on the fence, and I'm like, no, I built yeah. it. I live in the between. I'm a Libra. I know what balance is. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and we'll tell you about it right now. <laughs> and these PowerPoint slides. Exactly. I have a list. It's very frustrating. <laughs> Yeah. to to have to try to justify especially in a community that was encompassing that oh, but yeah. i love that it is 
being in my relationship here, I'm very happy for. And I've dated um, about two women, but not in a full relationship because unfortunately it was on the face. I didn't know mm-hmm. how to properly love. Um, but being also in your relationship, I feel like it's easier because the lesbian community will love you. And I get hissed yeah. at. Well, they have their we moments. Do. So yeah. like I had a lot of um, struggles with that of like, especially because like I would go out with other queer women that were my friends mm-hmm. and who were way more um, like more like queer presenting like mm-hmm. uh, and I would go out more feminine presenting and people would just assume that I was the straight friend. And yeah. then when I would be like, no, I'm not being nice. I'm actually mm. hitting on you. They'd yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> are you a bisexual? And I'd be mm. like, yes. Um. Is that a problem? And that was, and for, <laughs> so for annoying. many, it is. I do want to say. Yeah, yeah my, it's very my frustrating. My does not feel yeah. that That's way. a, I'm like, actually, yeah. sorry. Sorry. I want to say I have an opposite experience where I'm completely oblivious when girls flirt with me because (laughs) I I just like don't I never even like considered like I was like I'm just gonna go to the gay, gay bar with this flannel shirt to yeah. have a drink oh, and, like, and, with that uh, face, and yeah, I have no idea that I'm like sending a message and no. then and people that girls no. are like talking to me and I don't realize that they're flirting with me and I'm just like yeah. yeah. I notice the register that they're using their voice if they're like oh my god I love your top so cute like maybe, maybe they're talking. just like chatting no. with you but here's the if, thing if it's in that lower no like, like Chris Chris had to pull me aside several it's times different. and I was like this girl is flirting with you yeah I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> I, we so do they, realize yeah. that you're hot right we're not gonna have this conversation with the podcast we got it we no, but I love it though because yes, like I feel like you just threw it to the wolves. I'm like, where can I be? You're being a friend, be like, and she's staying close to me. God, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that interaction. <laughs> right? Oh, I love it. I, I love I, it. I feel like that. Uh, that is a vibe. Also, Josh has to tell me that. I don't understand when people are flirting with me, also because I feel like I. I'm forced to just flirt just to talk. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. Oh, that's what that was. That's, yeah. Yeah. And Josh is that, like, hey, no, yeah. that person's trying to hump your leg. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought there was going to be shots because they give me shots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought there was going to be free shots. Like, right. because they um, want to be my friend. I want to have yeah. friends. I just want a friend. Um, <laughs> like, oh, no, never mind. But, I would love to go to the chat for just a second yeah. again. Um, I love Johnny's Blue. Um, coming back at the Asian parents, especially for Navi, <laughs> asking, <laughs> are you a doctor yet? <laughs> uh, no, I am to not. To the parents, to the parents. Oh, yeah. Ask, mm-hmm. ask the that was a good that. one. Um, uh, Booth Macaroni is asking if he can know what your ladies' pronouns are. Oh my gosh. What are Our pronouns. Yeah, that's very polite. Pronouns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very polite. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to share? Yeah, I'll go. My pronouns are he, she. Oh, not he, she. She, she. her. <laughs> he, she. <laughs> I support though. Um, Yeah, I myself as a female, but like I think, kind of like going back to like the label. I I've always been like kind of weird about labels because Mm -hmm. I don't really consider myself by either. It's more like I'm attracted to intelligence, a sapiosexual. Intelligent that sexuality. Yeah, what is it? Sapiosexual. Sapiosexual. It's crazy. But that's the thing. Like sapiosexual, and like it could be anyone as long as they like attractive and take care of themselves yeah i'm attracted yeah. to hot i'm yeah hot? attracted to hot like, i'm attracted to wash like yeah um, looked after yeah um oh, I'm high credit to, scores do you go to therapy yeah oh. i'm attracted to are you care for yourself we can't talk about this <laughs> it's getting real hot here. but yeah going back to pronouns um she her yeah <laughs> uh same she her 
but I also don't really care what anyone mm -hmm. says. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's fine. I'm human. Uh, yeah. Goddess Daddy HRH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm referring you to as Daddy from yeah. now on. Oh, thank you. That's, Maybe that's how we would do. It. <laughs> it's only for my close friends. Daddy. Daddy. There is yeah. one more question, oh, are, and that question is for Chris. Um, Chris, is that five person for Jason Momoa or Chris Hemsworth? Ah. Uh, what? Michael B. Jordan. And before before, before you answer, uh, I just want to say that uh, me and Chris have a uh, spoken agreement that we have we have one allowance of cheating, and oh, has to be hot. Mine is Jason Momoa, so. <laughs> Here's I call dibs. Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe you can put together and then you can have another a one. A couple and then just post it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm going to save my 5% for a, a, a really weird pick. Um, it's going to have to be uh, Seth Gilliam. Uh, what? Carver oh. from The Wire. What? The Wire. Seth Gilliam. That's weird. I know yeah, I said it was weird. It I said it was weird. But Honestly, like young one or Gabriel yeah. with one uh, eye? Young one. I don't know. Jay, it can't be Jason Moa. Marquez is supposed to have Jason Moa. Also, I don't know. Yeah, he's mine. Just feels I'm like sorry. he'd be fun to have a beer with. But about it. Also, I. How yeah. could you say Michael B. Jordan? He's so cool. I want to fuck that guy. I want to be that guy. Michael B. Jordan. Oh. Okay. I stand. Michael B. Jordan. I stand. Michael B. Jordan is okay. Beautiful boy. Beautiful guy. This is beautiful guy. I'll allow. Or, or obviously David Bowie because he's Bowie. Um, I'll yeah. allow it. Or Prince. Or Prince. There you David go. Prince. Universally yeah. I feel like Prince could just tell you things. I thought you were going to see like, <laughs> say, like Tyson Beckford or. Um, oh, that makes me think of like middle school. I like that. <laughs> yeah. middle school. Did you ever have like those like um, bad magazines from the 90s and early 2000s that had yeah. the, like fold out posters? No, I didn't have Jet 14. I absolutely had one of those. <laughs> With the, all the Jonas Brothers Beckford. that they gave you the life size posters in the magazine that you can put on your wall. Yeah. And they're just the height enough that you can. Yeah, all of those. I also had a lot of collages with a lot of. Um, I went through a collage phase. I love you. And they're all still up in my childhood bedroom. Yeah. And so there are a lot of ladies in these collages. Again, I just thought this is what everyone was doing. And then I brought my girlfriend home, and she saw all these collages in my room. And I have this like poster that's of. Um, it's like a a print of a painting of a. a a lady, but it's just like her back and she's like playing the piano, but she's in like a low back. And I'm like, I like piano, so that's why I have it. And she <laughs> my girlfriend walked into my room, she's like, oh, baby. Oh my God. That's, oh, baby, this oh, is a very gay room. Like, I had no idea. Very gay room. Yeah, she was like, pass the vibe, check, vibe, check, like, vibe, check. I was like, Here's the thing I though. One poster I never understood why people it. had, did you have a Victoria's Secrets angel? In your room because I didn't understand no, that. But no, they were part of the collage. Mm -hmm. I had Playboys actually. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah, but like Tell I love the open and middle. I don't know where I found them, but I found them somewhere and I like sneaked it in. Mm. But I love that like a middle like open is like a life is like so oh, yeah, beautiful. You're like this is yeah. <laughs> it's I love reading the stories too, which no didn't go anywhere. I was yeah. like oh, they just like did it on the desk. I was like okay, cool. That's yeah. all I needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, when I was five, I've been independent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> now we're skimming but, through the text but just to get to the point. about Playboy, I can justify it, but you know, it was okay. actually, some of, some of your stuff is not. I have bad. a question. First, are we all um, not to be intrusive? We're all cisgendered, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is yeah. cisgender? I mean, the sex that you were born with also yes. aligns with the gender you present. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't 
for a while i didn't like if you mm-hmm. look at my pictures of growing up i was very tomboyish Same. dressing up Same. and i think i couldn't mm-hmm. tell if it was because that's how i wanted to reflect it or just like i was trying to go against indian uh, things like yeah. i don't want to be female i don't want to do anything yeah. female related like i don't want to be home doing like yeah. chores why am i doing the dishes yeah like doing dishes yeah. even though i love doing dishes i don't want to do dishes i don't want to cook i still to the point was like mom do not teach me how to cook because i'm never gonna cook even though now i'm living alone <laughs> but like i have to cook um but like i just try to be yeah. very opposite of everything but yeah. that just but now i'm like very female yeah. Like we're dressed like very feminine to where compared to I was not when I was yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh. I I dabble in my presentation, but I think that's more like sensory stuff and discomfort. Like your girl has ADHD, and for a while she would absolutely not wear jeans. If you brought denim clothes to me when I was a youth, <laughs> no. But I would wear pants, and I would steal all my brother's clothes. But then I would also rock a cute dress all the time. Like my first phase where I didn't want to wear pants ever. Yeah. So it was only skirts and dresses. But then literally the next year, I was like, burn all the skirts that I own. And I'm only wearing pants, but they cannot be denim. My mom wanted to kill me. That's like opposite. <laughs> I was like, all pants. Did pants, you yeah. pants, pants. Feel the need. And I feel like this with a lot of bisexual women that... <laughs> Sorry, Christian. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was amazing. Did you, feel, um, did you feel like you had to battle and also find out what this whole masculine, feminine energy was about and feel the need to reestablish both? Because I feel like a lot of people, when I talk about that, they were like, well, this is a journey. Because I like um, mm-hmm. I like doing both to a point. Like, if I'm at home, yeah. I like to be more feminine. But uh, my Some energy is fully masculine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I can't stop that. Like, I'm yeah. very much, I'll be like, something like, oh, my God, that's so funny. But what the fuck did you just say? Like, yeah. very much like, <laughs> oh, there. But I enjoy yeah. that. Do you guys feel like you had the same uh, journey? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think some people have a lot of that journey when they first come out, especially for the queer lady community that Mm -hmm. a lot of sort of like the stereotypical lesbian presentation is pretty masculine. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of folks that um, start to dress a certain way just to feel part of the community, to feel um, more like themselves. And then sometimes it takes that self-exploration to um, understand that maybe you want more of a balance of your femininity in your style and your presentation. And I know Mm -hmm. that happens for a lot of people. Um, I have always been like, I'm going to wear whatever the heck I want to wear and I don't care if I look however I look, but that's just because I'm indignant. For me, I I don't know. Like I said, like I was very tomboyish growing Mm -hmm. up, like wearing jeans because like, okay, I'm not going to be wearing dresses because I don't want to be like, not considered female. Like I don't want anybody looking at me as a female, especially like in India, like going down the street or whatever. There's like, they the male gaze is horrible. I'm sorry yes. if you're brown, but like even now, like if I go, like I feel like somebody just walking. Sometimes I turn like, can, I, can you just want to walk me home? Like are you yeah. just like watching me walk. I hate that. Um, I hate that. But so that's what I was like. I'm gonna like hide myself, be like look like a guy or whatever. Like armor, almost armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like very feminine, really trying to get into like dresses and like learning how to do makeup and all that stuff because I'm really like I've feel like I do enjoy being dad now. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like if I'm in a workspace, I try to be more male, um, mm-hmm. be more masculine. Yes. Like I don't wear mm-hmm. as we got weird stereotypes about yeah, I know, like pants, exactly, like all pants all the way. Like I don't wear dresses at work. I don't wear skirts at work, even though I have a mm-hmm. bunch of them. It's just like really? I'm very specific yeah. 
because like yeah. it's just sometimes I'm also in a leadership role and I'm the youngest person yeah. and just to be like I will wear heels like now now I've just like started incorporating heels like last two or three years I was wearing heels every fucking day but Absolutely. I was still with pants I was like I'm gonna make myself taller wear so pants you can feel my you can feel my presence when I'm walking in with my loud ass shoes that like mm, I'm yeah. here let's settle down let's talk business you know? always look like I could build you a fire <laughs> <laughs> and that's hot <laughs> you know because of Legally Blonde I actually went the other route I'd always want to be like power woman but know my femininity but also I wanted to be like look like a goddess but know my energy that I will fucking cut you and mm. I love that yeah. that, that um, the, like the 80s but maybe because I saw it from my mom yeah. like, that just like a lot but like, mm. not, like more, more like the CEO that's like, yes, I'm cute, but also I'll fire you because I'm sorry. This like, is just company policy. I love seeing that in media now because that kind of like helps me to know how to dress up. Like you can still have like a one button under, but at the same time, like you have like full sleeve, like full or of corporate boss dress. energy, corporate dress or corporate like long pants or whatever. Yeah. But like I'm still have my femininity to a point where like yeah. I'm still like I am standing equal to you in presenting I like yeah. moral of this story gender presentation is complicated it's regardless very complicated of, um, yeah how you identify internally but it gets so, easier when you know yourself what were mm-hmm. you saying i'm sorry Marketa. um oh i just want to move to the next question yeah. which yes. i was denying you for the longest so <laughs> let's finally talk about coming out and uh also oh. it's, it's 11 <laughs> it's 10 11 so oh yeah um right. i do want you, you guys to say everything that you need to say um, speed round Yes, speak yeah, out and let's just give it. each other room to talk, um, to just tell their story. Yeah, who, who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> like, no. um, so <laughs> my, I remember that trauma? <laughs> yeah. So my coming out mostly has been um, my friends now. I think my friends were the first people that I came out to. I came out very late because I myself didn't know how to really... I hate labels, but I didn't know how to put a label or what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think certain points, like labels do help. Um, they were very acceptable. Um, I came up to my siblings. My siblings were like, okay. Yeah, and they moved cool. on. Was like, cool. We still Great. love you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I have not came up to my dad. Um, that is the last thing that I'm very, very afraid to do. And mm-hmm. I've come up to my mom. And my mom's been like, when I first told her, she was like, no, you're not. Yeah. And she like walked out. I was like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> I think recently she's well, been like kind of understanding because obviously I'm not dating anybody. I'm 30 year old. I'm like not with someone. Hard. So I think she kind of understands like, okay, maybe there's something else going on. Um, like last week she actually gave me a gift card from TJ Maxx and it was a pride flag. Oh, I know. Yes! I, and I know. Yes! And I was like, building so an sweet. ally uh, from the ground up. But it's so Navi's mom is I'm so adorable. Um, but I have not told my dad. Yeah. So it's going to be thing like, I don't think that's a fight that I really want to have with my dad until yeah. I have someone. Like, if I have yeah. someone, I think that's where I am. Like, if I'm with somebody who's a girl or anybody other than a male, I think I'm going to have to have a fight with my him anyway. Like, if it's anybody besides Punjabi mm-hmm. who's oh. not Indian, girl. it's going to be a fight regardless because yeah. it's, like, that traditional. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, even dating somebody outside of my caste, religion, yeah. race, it's going to be a big deal. But I don't Not I think, a doctor, not, not an a doctor. engineer, not a so lawyer. So I'm just like, hey, if I find somebody um, that I really feel for, I will have that fight. Unless, until mm-hmm. then, there's no reason It'll to. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, but at the same time, like, I think now it's been more helpful. Like, I'm on my own. Like, hey, what are you going to do? Tell me, like, 
get out of the house like i'm already yeah. out of your house <laughs> like i'm not in here you should have it at your home so you can give them they're like not in my exactly. house my house because my that's rules. always been like with brown people i think a lot of people who will like relate it's like with brown families like you're not gonna do this un- until you live under my roof it's like okay i have nowhere Girl. else to go yeah you know like Girl. I, like all right yeah. i will do yeah. whatever like i'm until under your roof and then mm-hmm. i was like i am not under your roof what are you gonna exactly. what are you gonna say like I'm not beholden to you in that yeah same way and it was like you're yeah like what you what other people gonna say like i don't even know your people like, <laughs> who is people yeah who people? is people like i have completely gone like very away from brown community like most of my people that i know i hear like normies are my family like and they like mm-hmm. it's a most diverse group of friends that i've ever had mm-hmm. and so like with brown community i'm not with them at all like yeah. i don't know the brown families or as much as i knew. like they know of me yeah. because you know people talk like brown community just talk mm-hmm. but like i don't know them so You're for me I, i'm not close yeah. to them like they're gonna talk that is their business people just gonna talk because that's what they like to and do it's like, mm-hmm. yeah it's been difficult like finally i'm gone to a point where like okay now i need to really think about myself like yeah. i'm yeah. done thinking what my dad would think be like mm-hmm. this is what i want yeah, so it's it's hard. <laughs> yeah, especially when you have very traditional parents yeah. and family. And I do want to acknowledge that as um, bisexual people, we sort of have a bit of privilege in that we can kind of get away with not coming out mm-hmm. until we're in a relationship. Yeah. So um, for me, I've been out to my brother for a long time. He doesn't care. I've been out to my friends for ages. Um, but I came out to my mom first, mostly because I was home visiting my family and my dad made a comment that was kind of homophobic. And I was like, I am done. I am done hearing this kind of stuff when I'm home. And I, I do love my family. They're sweet people. Chris and Marquetta have I both love met them. them. They're so sweet. They're so I love kind, them so much. but they just are stuck in their ways a little bit. They're older and they don't they don't get when they say something wrong unless mm-hmm. I tell them. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I have to tell them multiple times over and over again yeah. why something isn't appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, like when they would say things like that, they just thought it was because like, oh, she has gay friends, so this is like that's why she's saying this and not understanding that it was actually hurtful to me the entire time. Like mm-hmm. they had no clue. And so I was talking to my mom, we were literally out. My parents live on a lake, so I was on my little paddleboard. My mom was swimming out with me, and I was like, Dad pissed me off. Yeah. And it's not just because of X, Y, Z. And that's how I came out to her mm-hmm. and had to explain bisexuality to her. And she was, like, good. Yeah. But also was, like, confused. She had to, like, ask some clarifying questions about what bisexuality was. So mm-hmm. um, maybe don't do it on a paddleboard in the middle of the lake. <laughs> I think it's a great I mean, then you can just She couldn't really yeah. go away yeah. um, unless she literally started swimming away. <laughs> I, I, think, um, I think you should do it on, like, a two-person kayak. Yeah, oh, yeah. they can't yeah. leave. Yeah. No, yeah, not an open one. They like a turn around. Like, yeah. let me pedal. Yeah. I'm more for the the cafe example. Do it in public because no one can lose their mind in public, True. and then you can escape in the crowd. Hey, have you yeah. not seen Do Frankie, like Grace, and Frankie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. Hey, yeah. if I'm gonna make a scene, I will make a scene. And exactly. then, if this is the time that you want it to be here, we yeah. can be here. The gays will be with me. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, absolutely. Yeah, but so the thing that happened was. 
like my mom was okay she was like okay well we we love you we love whoever you want to love like okay <laughs> but i think in in her mind in that moment because i explained that there's still this like realm of possibility of me ending up with a cis straight man mm-hmm. that she thought she would never have to really deal with it mm. and was just like, okay, mm, still might marry a man. I don't have to worry about this. Surprise, and, mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then like a year later, I'm like, hi, hello. I have a girlfriend that I really love and adore and I want you to meet. And then things got weird. Really? And then they were not super great. They, um, my, I had to have a lot of really hard conversations with my mom and continue to, but she has gotten a lot better because I'm not really like letting her get away with shit. Yeah, so you shouldn't. Um, but a lot of folks have had to do a lot of reckoning in this past year and a half, and mm-hmm. so have my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your dad? Um, Did you talk to your dad yet? So I talked to both of them, and he's he just doesn't know how to talk about it. Like he's mm. better about it now. Like. Mm. But he just doesn't have the right like words for it, or doesn't like understand really. And <laughs> I've I've had some really tough conversations with him specifically because mm. both of my parents have expressed that they didn't think I was being authentic to myself when I came out and when I Girl. told them about my girlfriend, which was very hard to hear. Um, what do you mean? <clears throat> my so. mom basically said that she thought I was lying. That I was like just doing this to do oh. it, yeah. Instead to like of, piss them off or like to or get just with they, she couldn't answer those follow up questions. So anytime I'd be like, why would I do that? Because then I was telling her about how some of the things she had said and how she had reacted since I was like excited. And about they my act girlfriend. like it never existed. Yeah. It was that, and she was like, and I t- I was expressing to her how some of the things she was saying hurt me, and sh- her response was, well, what about my hurt? I and I was that. like, she was like, what? You're hurt? Like, what? For what? And yeah. then she didn't have an answer. And like, we've since worked through some of those things, mm-hmm. but like, they were still sad and they're still there, you know? Yeah. And my dad <laughs> is very much like, I'm happy for you if you're happy. Like, they, they've met Olivia. They like her. She, um, I mean, how could you not? She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <laughs> I there is still this part of my dad because I told him I was like well what if someday like down the line I'm still with this woman and I am and I'm marrying her are you at the wedding he was like yes I'm there oh. but no nope. he doesn't I know what you're saying he doesn't view it as like he was like I'm not changing my thoughts and feelings about what marriage is okay mm. and so like so I'm resending yeah. that invite <laughs> yeah so mm, they're making mm, mm. progress it's taking a while so I'm trying to kind of <laughs> continue because I like I do love them and I mm. want to have um an adult not surface level relationship with my family yes and it has taken a lot of work because they just have a lot of their own reckoning to deal mm-hmm. with and a lot of that is religious based i'm and, sorry to hear and so my my dad has been not the greatest but he's it's one of those it could be a lot better it mm-hmm. could be a lot worse so they're still like yes bring your girlfriend around yes and they're always so kind of nice to her but when i talk to them still and like tell them about my week on the phone and I'm like oh yeah Olivia and I went to dinner or we went down to her family's house for the weekend they don't ask follow-ups they don't I, ask yeah. how she's doing they don't do those mm-hmm. things that like they people usually do yeah and mm-hmm. so they're still kind of like and I think part of it is they don't want to say something wrong mm. but they also just aren't 
saying anything in or the process. Or do they care? That's always what I think and about. That's what do it, you really care? Exactly. And so there's kind of a, uh, a tricky dynamic there still. Makes but sense. They're, they're on the journey. They are getting better. They're starting to understand some things a bit more. We've Progress is better than a none. a long way in the mm-hmm. past like year or so. So mm-hmm. it's tricky. So that is why I always tell people, like, it come out when you feel safe, when you yes. are feel like it's okay because it and honestly even if you are in a safe like not beholden to anyone's space you still don't owe that to them mm-hmm. like I didn't have to come out to my family but I wanted to have more than a surface level relationship with them because oh, yeah, I've dated space. women before and didn't tell them about it or lied about it to them mm-hmm. and I, I didn't want to do that anymore mm-hmm. I wanted to have an authentic open relationship with my parents and um there was a bit of pushback mm-hmm. from it which uh, has been speaking tough. of pushback yeah, yeah. yeah. all right yeah. <laughs> oh Let's I get into it I, Let's get into I just it. before before we get to Brie I just want right. to say that um it makes me really sad that um your dad is that way yeah because mm-hmm. especially if, like they're say, I know people. they're, they're so wonderful fine, but I mean, so is my my dad is extremely homophobic, and like I don't I don't really even want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, I, the, the fact that like you know there's a possibility of you um getting married to a woman, and he would come to this he would come to this event, but at the same time tells you that yeah this you union is not illegal in his mind. That's yeah. That's, that's like so infuriating. That is, is extremely. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't get when I say that that was hurtful. hurtful. He yeah. doesn't understand when I tell him that's actually very hurtful of you to I say. I know. And it really makes me sad that you feel that way. And he sees my um, pushback on that and my hurt from that as like critique of his um, his views, his religion, and his upbringing. But like your his whatever it is goes directly against your personal happiness. So like exactly. he sometimes you need to revisit those things if you're like hurting people and especially somebody who is yeah. literally your daughter. Yeah, I've so, given them so many resources. They this don't. part is brought to you by therapy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. therapy is not just helps. for your kids. It's mm. also for the parents and it's grandparents. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Everyone. All right, Brie. Yeah. <laughs> Push so back. After my pity party, let's move on. <laughs> it's an adventure. Um, so for my parents, my parents had me very young. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to my mom a lot. And I remember when she said, like, oh, when your dad was younger, he would say, like, I don't care if my, my daughter or whoever mm-hmm. is, like, gay or straight, I'm going to love them anyway, right? So uh, my mom was religious. My dad wasn't, but he just went to church uh, for a minute just to be like, your mom likes church. Yeah. And then we stopped going. It was the greatest day of my life. Um, no offense to people that go to church. I mean, if you were religious, go, but it was just unfortunately the church. We had a great church in Germany and we adored them. And we came back stateside. Unfortunately, that experience wasn't mimicked. They were very open, yeah. very much. Your relationship to whomever is very personal. And mm-hmm. all I'm here to do is love you. And yeah. I love that. With that premise, also my mom being Jamaican, so I had the idea that there was there was another queer in the family, and it was Uncle mm-hmm. Calvin, and my his relationship with my grandmother was very damaged mm-hmm. because of it. So that wasn't already in my mm-hmm. mind. I'm a very impulsive person. I'm very much of a Naruto. I'm very much of like I'm gonna break this wall <laughs> and break these cuffs. And so when I was like, I should probably come out to my parents. I did it after dinner in Fort Bragg. And we got into a huge fight, which much I've just left into my psyche. Um, 
But I remember my dad's like, you don't know who you are. And I'm like, I'm pretty I'm, sure I do. Yeah. And then my mother <laughs> came up to me upstairs to try to consult me. She goes, are you sure you like women? Do you, mm. you know what vaginas look like? They oh. look like roast beef. Do you want that all <laughs> in your mouth? Um, um. Oh, my God. Like, you have one. Of course you know how it looks like. And that's, that's, that's the first time. I'm like, is that what you think you look like? Oh, my God. Um, God. Um, there is a lot to unpack right there. Some of the roast beefs are not going to Exactly. I like roast beef. Yeah. It's been an adventure. <laughs> so then we drove me to school, and I took it all back. But... Yeah, you took it all back. Yep. You were like, um, yep, no, just kidding. Prank. Mm-hmm. Clearly, didn't know who Because I've learned, I had to still learn, and I didn't learn until recently how to completely stand up to myself for myself. Yeah. But, but they got it because um, I joined GSA. I did like the day of silence, and then they would try to like make fun, and then they didn't realize that I had Twitter fingers, and I was out here, and I found an app that would speak what I wrote. So I started mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. It was very much there. And I think what came with it was the respect that I wouldn't, they would knocked, I bucked. And so we, mm-hmm. it took some conversations because even now it's still kind of stressful, especially with trans issues. It's very much close to me because a lot of my friends are trans. And so mm-hmm. when they say some stupid shit, yeah. I dive into that. And my mom's like, well, yeah. I'm not sure if it's an illness. And I'm like, well, mom, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. And if so, you can, call your parents out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so it was very much, and so especially with the, my dad would like to say that he was like, you can't act grown under someone else's roof. And I'm like, that's inaccurate. That's been a, endless fight because of this and because of that and after this whole fight i remember i would try to speak speak to my speak to my dad <laughs> speak to my dad and my dad is 15 and so our relationship has differed at this moment it's yeah. just very a painful memory for me mm-hmm. and, he, and i was like do you realize we're not gonna be as close to each other because of this and he goes how you feel about the situation is not my fault and so yeah. i have built a lot of resentment yeah. and i play the long game so it's been just a few years of us being very hurtful for each other because we were both very gifted at the tongue um and (laughs) no regrets us but it's come to the point now what they're i feel like with their might have a happening of mortality and um their experiences that they have with themselves and my closeness with mortality and seeing that like this is all we got really mm-hmm. um we should be nice to each other but also um i kept i keep reminding them like i read king lear and i will treat you like him <laughs> you can name me baron i'm like yeah. uh, i was like hey don't live with me because that first year is all mine yeah all mine um Damn. but i do love them and it's still a, a process um because I, t- I was very frank and i was like i'm gonna be myself regardless so when i went to college I dated my first girlfriend. I was like, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> Mom was like, oh, we were dating a girl? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. And she goes, okay, yeah, what's her what, name? And, and she was like, yeah, it was very much like, cause I was, I was always presented like if I needed to, I'm very adamant of, um, and being aware of, I feel the need to protect and feel the need that my partner will protect me. And thus for my family, mm-hmm. I knew that whomever I'm dating, I'm going to protect them. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. They're not getting away with shit. And my mom's actually become very accepting and she listens. Yeah. Yeah. And so she will ask questions. She was like, oh, Hannah. She's like, do you really like her? She's like, yes. Like, what does she do? And it was there. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't meet her because it was a very short and unfortunate for that relationship. I just did, it was not mm-hmm. mature enough for a lot of the relationships I was in at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it then, happens. Right. And I was always, I've never also had a horrible breakup. So I was mostly mm-hmm. friends with him. So I brought her like one next year. We already broken up. She had a new girlfriend whom I adore. Smart as a whip. 
Um, we were going um, going to Germany, and I was like, you just want to crash at my parents' house? It's cheaper that way, because we yeah. were both in the same class in there. And she came over, and my mom was nothing but loving, very acceptable. My mom was very, it was very good pace for that, and I can trust her that she's not going to act out for mm-hmm. anything. And it's been an ongoing conversation, but my mom really came up to me, and she's like, we're, I'm going to love you regardless, no matter what you do. Oh. My father and I aren't that close. <laughs> we're much more we're good roommates like that that type of relationships yeah. there it's very much like hey what are you doing yeah, yeah. are you doing this okay Did you watch this show very cool uh, yeah. like, oh That's you're doing it. pew pew on the thing thing okay yeah. um <laughs> hi and fade to dark which is changing a bit um and through cooking um but i know my mom will talk to my dad is unfortunately bottlenecked in that situation yeah. that i find that many families have mm-hmm. but it is it has been an adventure I, like, like i said i've never had to come out to like anybody else because everyone was yeah. like bet or i'll say it very upfront like i'm by and i had like a lot of college professors and everything they're just like girl we know and a lot of them <laughs> especially with the queer community they just usurped you so i got to see other elder gays and have that perspective of when i came out yeah. but it feels like i haven't told the rest of my family i also assumed that it wasn't necessary because i don't feel that tied to it yeah but i'm also very much of the fact of if you don't respect my relationship you don't need to be in my life yeah and i'm going to be okay regardless and knowing that my family network and i they will not speak ill or treat my partner ill like my dad says it in group settings he's like no matter what my kids do i'm always going to love them so i assume Mm -hmm. that's his way of telling it to me and that's how i'm going to take it until we have to have these card conversations Mm -hmm, because i'm ready and caffeinated um (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's an ongoing process but it's still a very painful memory but then let me tell you about this because this pissed (laughs) me off because this is my new progress was made i have a little sister yeah i love you bassy this bitch (laughs) Came out to my mother on a text. Oh, girl, girl, a girl. And she goes, "Hey, mom, you know I'm pansexual." And my mom screenshots the message and calls me. And I'm in college, and I'm I'm getting a drink after class. And it was perfect because as soon as the cold beer hit my hand, I see this text, and I'm just thinking. Holy fuck. Like, I'm like, should I call my sister? Is my mom about to kiss up my sister? Because I know, remember how our fight was, mm-hmm. and I love hard and I love with my whole heart. So mm-hmm. I felt, I remember having that feeling of my heart being crushed and all this. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, are they going to throw her out? I'm going to have to come back from Paris and go pick my sister up. And my mom picks up the phone. And I go, hey, mom. She goes, did you see what I just sent you? Yeah. And I go, yeah. Because I don't know what's going to go. And she goes, what the fuck does pansexual mean? I have to learn. <laughs> other letters of the alphabet when i grew up it was just lgbt there's more i'm like yeah mom there's a plus she's like what is this she's like explain it to me and i was like this is i'm so happy that this is what's going on she's like i have to learn more shit it's like it's like essentially like it's just bisexual but like i don't care that is she's pansexual but like i have to learn another thing yeah that's what she's mad about and i adored that i was like okay i'm so happy this is there but i was also like then i was making her i was like what the fuck you're not gonna give her beef we fought i was like ah but i'm happy for that i mean it was very it was very welcoming and that was very much a good indicator like okay my family is understanding that their children are their children and we're not representations Mm -hmm. of them or they we're not an extension of them that we're our own people Mm -hmm. and that was very big my brother says he's adamantly he's like there has to be one straight person in this family and it's gonna be me i'm like my parents they're like "Mm," out of the siblings (laughs) there has to be one and i'm gonna take that torch um but i'm making sure he's metrosexual by giving him all the things (laughs) hygiene eyebrows yeah Yeah, because like if you're gonna have two people of the gay community you can't embarrass us like you need to have it together Mm -hmm. yes 
have the fashion. So it does get better. <laughs> it does. say it. It does. It takes a lot of learning yourself. Yeah. It, it ex- med- meditate. Meditate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meditations and YouTube helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the day, like, I think what has helped, mm-hmm. like, mostly everybody here would agree like mm-hmm. depending on how your family takes it you need to love yourself yeah like, you need to love yourself there's nothing and, wrong with you mm-hmm. yeah there's nothing wrong with you no matter what people tell you like how yeah. you're feeling is totally validated like mm-hmm. you yourself need to figure out who you are and you may mm-hmm. not have a label that is yeah. and that's okay that's okay that's mm-hmm. completely yeah. okay their labels might change their label might change okay. and the only thing is like you need to be open about it because yeah the label that mm-hmm. it was lgbt several years and now there's plus and like i still don't yeah. know all the pluses but like you know there's yeah. there's we're learning, we're all learning. You, there is something there for you you just need to know who you are for mm-hmm. people to know who you are and yeah. Allow people to change because people yes. will surprise you, yeah. and yes. there are people who will accept you even though it feels like whatever town you might not have that in. Because even well, but when I do want to just um, highlight Spidey a little bit, and I'll keep it under thirty seconds. But he really shocked me because I was always with the idea that a, a lot of black men are homophobic, and so I did not always skew that way because it's like oh now I gotta go defend myself and the community and deal with you, and I'm mm-hmm. if your partner's homophobic, you're not an ally. So. Mm-hmm. All of that's coming in um, to play, but he is taking the steps to learn. And he's like, oh, so it's LGBTQIA+. I'm like, yeah, there's like a lot of place to put it. And he's like, okay, so which one are we? And yeah. then he'll like, <laughs> and he's very like, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race and he, like, he, he, I, I love, love the it. reading challenges and he likes to roast and he's like, oh, what did you say? Okay, this is Ginger Minge. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't like drag queens, but I know that you like it. And then he'll do the things of such and like, I'll talk about Pose. And he's like, legendary, that's voguing, right? And I'm like, yes. Love it. That's very enjoyable. Love it. So there's yeah. people out there that will surprise you. Just stay open but truly mm-hmm. the, the benefit mm-hmm. is just love yourself exactly what not yeah yeah i yeah. also would say that you know coming out is extremely difficult i i've, I've never had to do that mm-hmm. but um you, you know a lot uh, yes yeah. never yeah. ending yeah um but but the the good thing is how, no matter point. first of all do it only if you feel safe mm-hmm. if you're yeah. in a good space to do it in a country that doesn't behead you absolutely yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely yeah um but but you know the the risk, whatever it is that you take, um, will pay back, um, if not to you, then to, you know, the rest of the community. Because you can only yeah. see from, like, Bree's story of how much shit she had to deal with for her do- for her sister to then just send out a text, and it's okay. A green like, bubbled text. That is incredible. Cannot, like, That's, yeah. like, a fucking it's miracle changing. to me. The world is changing. The world, the world is, changing. is different. There's more... More people are out there. There's mm-hmm. more information yeah. on it. I think yes. more information, the yeah. better. And then you can see old elder gays. Like I think that was the most important thing yeah. for me because I didn't gays. realize because um, you didn't see that. I was like, do we just die off? Like, well, yeah. do we all just kill? Yeah, and especially with the AIDS yeah. um, crisis, yeah. like, oof, I can get all into Reagan, but. It was very much like now, like seeing it like old gays on YouTube. I was like, I remember us talking to Josh. Yeah, I love them. I was like, this is this is what I wanted as a kid. Yeah, and seeing queer black women. Yeah, so I love that. (laughs) Sense eight, bring it back. There, there are a couple um, coming out stories in the chat. There's actually a lot. Um, Thank you for sharing your story. Thank Thank you so much for sharing. Very kind of you, Um, Manny. Our our mod Amanda D, aka Manny, she mm-hmm. is bi, um, and she said that it's actually because she came out so late. It's hard for 
her to convince people that she's actually bi. Yep. Mm, yeah. Like people or don't that. take her seriously and don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> that's an issue yeah. with people that identify as bisexual across the board. It's just both sides. It's just you're gonna run the gamut with it, but just be steadfast mm-hmm. because your identity is valid and it's not oh you're one way or the other like people can mm-hmm. absolutely your identity is your identity like yeah. that you whoever you want to be and peace of mind that block button's right there use yeah. it if need be yes <laughs> that helps mm-hmm. a lot delete mm-hmm. um we have also booth macaroni who's been very active macaroni! in the chat thank you so much um, so apparently he is also from a brown family, like you, Navi. Oh, hey, you nice. Um, but he's incredibly lucky because his dad was accepting. His dad was accepting. Ooh, wow. He says, I'm my mom was less so, but they're still loving, so I'm grateful. My extended yeah. family, on the other hand, well, you think that my life was Dante's Inferno with how often I get condemned to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean yeah. you would cook next barbecue? Like, that's what I want to know. Do you want Something needs to be flaming, not just me. Mm-hmm. Extended family, I think brown extended family sometimes put way more fuel on a fire than your own family does mm-hmm. that's just yeah. what i've learned see i'm white i don't like my extended family I so don't i don't either. have to worry about that okay. <laughs> we, yeah. don't. we don't talk to people who need to yeah. okay i have like um, there's a few of them i like my grandma she's all right no. <laughs> <laughs> um we have a, an, an asexual in the chat as well oh, nice. otaku riser nice um he's an asexual from a brown family mm. my parents know i don't date and i don't want to marry they're okay with that so that's about the best i can expect yeah. sexuality isn't really a topic uh the mm-hmm. grandparents understand over there mm-hmm. they yeah. understand yeah. sex it's unfortunate mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes it does happen yeah um there uh, there were several contributions from nikilo bunny um mm-hmm. who uh, has been in the closet for 21 years and still is um, because she knows she'd be disowned uh, by her family if she did come out. Um, you know, she's she says she's all right with that. Yeah. Uh, in due time. Yeah, in due time. To, I, didn't, I didn't come out to my parents till I was like mid 20s, late 20s. Same. So Same. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. Until but I was financially. Guess how long ago that was. Um, so, like Sarah, her family are like churchgoers. Yeah. Um, when you met them, I was not out to them. Yeah. They say, that, she said that, like, you know, in general, like, if they would talk about other gay people, it would be like, oh my God, if you ever turn that way, I'll knock the hell out of you. So, and then missing with them hands, then. That's what it turns into. Like that. Go to a boxing ring yeah. and you realize, mm-hmm. hey. I think yeah. that's yeah. the other thing. Like, you also have to. Your parents are the way they are because where they grew up. And they're yeah. just yeah. people. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I hate that excuse. No, please, can we not expedite that? No, because no, that not, is no, how my I'm mom would always say, you know how it. they grew up. And I'm like, no, you can change. We have no. the internet. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, like, for mm-hmm. that one, like, it's your, the kid's responsibility, our generation, to help them understand yeah. what they're saying because when they're, they're, they're saying this. they're not doing it on their own. They yeah. should, but they're not. Yeah. And sometimes they don't realize what they're saying is but hurtful. But like, hey, Because my girlfriend's parents have been on their own journey of sort of learning like what things are like okay to talk about and like things to question and they're at this point now where like like they grew up where like queer was an insult like if you called someone queer it was you Mm -hmm. were being awful to them and now even they're like watching tv shows we just had this conversation with them it was so sweet they were re-watching i can't remember what show it was but it was a show that came out in like the like 
early 2000s or something like that Ooh. and they're noticing they're like we're re-watching it and some of the stuff that they're saying in there we're like this is not okay how did they get away with this back then mm-hmm. and they're noticing and having those mm-hmm. conversations now oh, but that's it's, good it, it's taken because I, I get there yeah even my parents now like mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. way more less comments than they used to it's because like every time mm-hmm. they did i will fight with them like oh, yeah. even before i coming out we like no, that's not okay. Yeah. Because their comment would be like, oh, back then, there didn't used to be that many gays. It was like, no, nobody no. came out exactly. because like, you in are horrible. India, you can still go to jail. Like, yeah. that's a still a law. It was like, illegal in the States for most of the yeah. time that my parents were so alive. It's like, and it's so was Cunnilingus, teaching. fun fact. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Charlie yeah. Chapman was a, a big uh, conduit and did not realize that. It was Fascinating. Huge for, huh. mm-hmm. oh. Interesting. Fascinating. Sure. Charlie Chuck. He would say, I like to give cunnilingus. And people are like, whoa, I do. I'll, let me, yes. I will go and jump into that. Do look it up. The mustache. I don't know if I want that. This is why Charlie Chaplin is the fucking goat. Absolute goat. I will expedite this. But I will find a quote of a major actor whom we love. And I want to say this because it's black and white. And I hope my I'm, my names are not correct. But it was a huge thing for them to say that. Yeah. But I also agree because I hate I, I just hate when people are just like, well, back, like back in my name, like, well, you also did you look for them? Like, that's the yeah. question. I'm like, they're always there. You can yeah. read history. Like, my favorite TikTok is, and they were roommates. <laughs> yes, and they were roommates. But it's just yes. the history. They were roommates. They were never roommates. And you're like, um, this, 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 this. And also, um, throughout history, we see a lot of contusions and coituses with um, other mm-hmm. people and orgies. I'm like, so why are you, like, I don't. Tell people if you don't read history, you don't realize this is a very British time. Like their own in particular worldview, like yeah. they don't see outside of it, they don't learn outside of it, and and that's how they experience the world. So by the time, like all of these things are happening, like parallel to them, but they're ignoring it because one, they don't agree with it, they don't believe in it, so mm-hmm. then they don't see all the things that they're missing, and it takes sometimes like a child or a close friend or a family member to be like, hey, you have had your blinders on to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Like my my parents and a lot of my family have had blinders on to the societal change that we have all seen. Yeah. And so they still have these antiquated beliefs because they their worldview is what they experience. So mm-hmm. they don't see like mm-hmm. like white people don't see the things that are happening with other races because they have blinders on and they don't want to take yeah. them off. And Yo, it's that yeah. same thing and with like the queer community with mm-hmm. just general societal progress. Like yeah. But, they just don't want to take them off. Yeah. And it's our job sometimes to Exactly. Like I we shouldn't just expect that all of a sudden they will Have realize like oh this change like my parents came from a whole different country and they didn't like oh we should hybrid or whatever like include it. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes they're just in their community because people move they still find their own community and yeah. they tend to stick there. So mm-hmm. it's like it's you need to tell them like hey this is happening you need to accept it because mm-hmm. If they don't have to deal with it, they can continue living in their own yeah. bubble. Yeah, and that's um, so frustrating because I'm just is. like, be adventurous. And I love it when they're like, be adventurous, do yourself. And I'm like, no, because you like to clip my wings. Yeah. And yeah. so, unfortunately, for this year, um, uh, for me, has very been, ju- been a realization of I've have been able to live by my by myself. I know I can take care of myself. I know I can find a chosen family. There's se- mm-hmm. over seven billion people in the world. Mm-hmm. I know I will find someone yeah. like, that's mm-hmm. close to Your me. people are out there. And my parents are literally just people. 
And not in a bad way. They are my parents. I do love them. There's all that. But I have to keep that realization of they are also people. They're people and they're flawed. It's so like hard. Everyone. And people, yeah. like everyone is. And if I have to give the grace to myself, I will give a grace to others. But also, I will hop in your ass. Because I expect that from my friends. Like, I expect my yeah. friends to be like, hey, that wasn't kosher to tell me. Yeah. And it's just frustrating sometimes when you see so many people become the products of their parents and they don't waver. And like... Especially we what I found in the Midwest. Chances that we don't give other people. Yeah, it, but they like then there's no one to combat combat them, and I feel mm -hmm. like I must be the one a lot of the time. Go for it. Because like when people independently just start up conversation that's very anti-gay, mm -hmm. I always go I'm like, are you closeted? Yeah. How would you know that's gay shit? Yeah. Do you know? Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with Where you? Are you? And then your information from? Mm -hmm. you're the only person in the room, and people looking at you like you're crazy, and you're like, no, 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 no. Let me bring the What facts. is wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, why Let's are you talk. still bringing this up? We're having a great time, and now I have to go and read you for filth. And the library is always open. Mm -hmm. The problem mm -hmm. for me also is my library is very like. I'm a, like ivory tower, my, my things burn. Like there's a comedian, he was like, um, I was trying to tell coded messages to my mom and I told her, I just realized that jail is like the slavery system and I'm Nat Turner. And I laughed and I was the only one who laughed. <laughs> hey, Brie, real quick, someone mentioned filth in the comments. Can you please tell us what filth is for anybody who doesn't know? Oh, like read someone to filth? Yes, and you dress them down with your words. Reading them for filth is you go yeah. and unlock it and you appear the layers like an onion to show them the grossness yeah. that is them, the dumpster fire yeah. that they need to be exposed from. Yeah. Whoosh. Yep. Whoosh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> terminology that came from like the ball scene. Yes. Um, black, queer, trans women. Because also, when RuPaul's Drag Race first came out, my dad banged Don't Be Jealous for a Boogie. So I was more than shocked wow. when that came out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Song, is Can we song. end that with that song? Yeah, yeah. Don't Be Jealous of My Boogie. Don't Be Jealous of My Boogie. RuPaul does frack on his land. Oh. Uh, uh, RuPaul. You know what I mean? Everyone, everyone, has, has, everyone has problems. Uh, that part. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, a couple more things here. Um, there are so many other people that submitted um, comments about their struggles and you know coming out stories and how hard it's been um, some people who can't even find friends let alone you know uh, tumblr family um, <laughs> I'd say also please join our discord because yeah. it's a safe space there are a lot of allies mm -hmm. there and a lot of um, people like you um, that you can relate to and talk to um, love you Please, yeah. you know, you are not alone. Um, so please surround yourself with people that love you. Um, I also want to say that we are going to be on a one week break. So there's not going to be any podcast next Friday. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, and also we are working on establishing the Super Secret Girls Club Instagram. Super Secret um, Girls Club. I'm pretty sure it's actually um, Super Secret Girls. It's up. Club. Yeah. So if I you go it. look yeah. it up, you will find it. Can we do like a um, possible shoot for it? Can we like all get crop tops and like baggy cargo yeah. pants? <laughs> It's 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 bare bones right now, but we are going to be posting a lot of things there. Uh, hopefully, a lot of encouragement, so you don't feel alone. Um, so uh, yeah, we will also be sharing uh, the topics after the break. Um, we will have five more episodes, five more topics. We will be sharing those topics there. Uh, we might have a poll too, so you'll be able to influence uh, what we do. So please mm -hmm. do all those things. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for sticking mm -hmm. around. Right now, we still have seventy-three people here. Thank you so much. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! Happy Pride! Uh, Happy Pride! Please stick around as we raid somebody else. And right. without further ado, is it a gamer? <gasps> There's a, oh, gamer geek. Is he online? Oh.
Club.